clear your mind and climb the tower. Hi everyone, this is Rowan Odom. Today, we're pleased to showcase The Tower, an ambient, experimental audio fiction which combines a concept album and the mystery and drama of a young woman's journey of self-discovery. Join Kiri as she forsakes the hustle and bustle of the modern world and ascends a seemingly infinite tower. Along the way, she will witness sights and sounds which will challenge her very being and have deeply personal conversations with friends and family on oddly convenient phones left on the tower. Immersive and contemplative, the tower lays out an experience that is touching and dramatic in turn, inspired by the works of Ryuichi Sakamoto and evoking introspective adventures like Celeste. You can find The Tower wherever you get your podcasts, or as an ad-free album on their Bandcamp, tincanaudio.bandcamp.com. Part 1, 2, and 3 are available now, with Part 4 coming soon. Hello, I'm Cody Michael Carmichael, and you're about to be listening to the amazing podcast Syntax, which probably means you're smart, charming, and have great taste. And maybe you're interested in scientists discovering and doing cool things, or you'd like to be one. If that's the case, you should come check out BroadlyEpi.com, where I teach the science of epidemiology, programming, provide summaries of the most recent research, have some software tools available, and a lot more. If you're interested in renting a scientist, well, we have that option too. BroadlyEpi.com, epidemiology, broadly speaking. Hello listeners, this is Ty Vaughn, writer for Syntax and voice of Silas Caldwell. I'm thrilled to showcase our sponsors, the exceptional creative software suite, World Anvil. World Anvil is the one-stop shop for tabletop gamers, fantasy and sci-fi authors, or world-building enthusiasts who just can't wait to start getting some thoughts down. This is far from just a wiki editor. They have a number of tools and features available, including world-building templates, an RPG campaign manager, a novel writing and publishing tool, interactive map builders, timeline builders, and more. Your vast web of outlines, character plots, and family trees has a home waiting on World Anvil. Check out the full features using the link below or by visiting worldanvil.com. Subscribe using the promo code in the description of this episode and you'll get 51% off an annual subscription, and you'll be directly supporting the creation of TSP Network shows. Thanks in advance for checking it out. Hi everyone, Rowan Odom here. We're pleased to showcase The White Vault, a horror podcast set in the frigid darkness of the Arctic Circle. Follow the adventures of an international rescue and repair team investigating a mysterious signal while navigating the treacherous nature of the polar nightmare they find themselves in. Worst of all, they find they may not be as isolated as they think. Fans of Syntax will love this indie series created by a two-person team. The show balances fictional elements with painstaking scientific, linguistic, oral, and cultural precision and details. The science team hail from all across the globe, a multilingual and multidisciplinary team dealing with their findings as best they can. Filled with masterly crafted foley that places you in the moment with polar bears, howling icy winds, and more. 
Find The White Vault however you listen to podcasts, or find out more about the show at thewhitevault.com. Subscribe now and delve the waiting horrors. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Who are you? Why do you sound familiar? Is this all the calm before the storm? And just like that, the breach to Earth comes into view. And... Not a moment too soon. Great work today, everyone. That was a fast hike, wasn't it? Speak for yourself, I'm whipped. At least we don't have to sleep out in the mountain cave again. Little blessings, I guess. Hey, who's up for a second tour? Any takers? Come on, y'all are wimps. If it wasn't already twilight hours, I'd be feeling like another little walk around the woods. Have at it. There's no lifeguard on duty. So preach at your own risk. Hmm, like I said, sounds like the natives are pretty restless today. Feels like as good as time as any to turn in, you know? Yeah, yeah, we get it. Greg's a hiking champion. We should all run until June, right away. He's done it again and brought us all home safe. Wouldn't hurt, would it? My prowess at transporting breachers to and from the mountains is untouchable. Yes. Five stars. Would never run it again, but at least we're in one piece. Get your sorry asses in the breach already. We're not home yet. Yes, yes. (sighs) Well, how excited do you think Miss Vo will be? I'm sure this will be a cause for celebration. We opened the breach. We immediately spotted another breach further away. We may perhaps even get a genuine smile. Maybe even not the one that looks like a mouthful of knives. You think I'm holding out for a hug? I'd be surprised if we got more than a formal thank you. Hell, I'd be surprised if we got the company thank you letter. (sighs) Fair enough. At least the pay has been worthwhile. Can't complain about that. I'm going to be able to start fresh after this. Oh, I have our little friend again. Looks like it'll be all right after all. I don't relish the idea of 
explaining to Miss Vo we've lost yet another recorder. But I was interested in getting her reaction all the same, both to our triumph and the loss. Hey, wait a minute. What? There. I could see it peeking out from behind your collar. You're just asking to get yourself caught. Oh. Thanks. I'm not very suited for this kind of thing. Feel like I've heard that a time or two. Or at least a dozen. Stick with me and you might make it out of this yet. If sticking with you hasn't been the hardest thing I've ever done, I don't know what is. Ha! You ain't seen nothing yet. Everyone here? That's everybody. Grab the stone and let's get out of here. Link stone removed. The breach is sealed. Here you go, Silas. Back to the archival lab you go. Now we're finally home. For real. Uh, I cannot wait to sit down for the day and hope that's enough of this pointless running around for a while. I want to go back to studying bugs and leaves and mushrooms and birds Don't get your hopes up. I'm sure Vo is waiting at the entrance right now, ready to give us bad news for our good news. Are y'all complaining about the walking again? Give it a rest, old man. Back in Fort Benning, we had ruck marches. Twelve miles in three hours. That's with pack and rifle. Damn, those are some pretty mountains, too. I remember blinking through the sweat and thinking to myself, man, this would be nice to see if I wasn't carrying a 50-pound rucksack on my back. And then the D.I. yelled at me about sightseeing and told me to drop and give him 20. I hated that guy. Didn't you do the same thing to me when I went on the march? Hell yeah. America's finest. I figured if you were learning from the best, you might as well do it too. And what a fine soldier you made. Whoever the UP at DI was out of their minds. I can say that now that I'm discharged. Complain all you want. I was just making sure you knew how to take care of yourself with your buddies. Just like I'm doing now. This gig is still pretty sweet, ain't it? I don't think even a beach house is going to be enough to pay me back for hearing you bragging about your hiking skills all day. <laughs> You're late. Hopefully that means things went well. Or was I right to have the medical team on standby? Like last time? We can give the medical team something to work on, alright. Yeah, we got the damn breach open. Found a gemstone deposit. Lizzie says it's rhodonite. Then we got chased by some huge primate and had to head to Breach 2 for safety. The gems worked, and it's an entirely new place. Not like Gaia at all. Excellent. This is very good news. And I see everyone is here, safe and sound as well. You have done well, Cassius. You may have even impressed me. I'll kill her. I'll kill her for sure this time. She's not worth the effort, Cassius. Like you said, we were hardly expecting anything else, and she knows she can goad you with her comments. Ugh, why do I care? Why do I care? I don't care. That's right, I don't care at all. I'm enjoying my work, and she can go to hell. That's the spirit. At least she didn't care enough to get any further reports. We can save the memo about company property destruction for another day. Suits me just fine. I still don't understand what happened to the work recorder. You didn't even drop it very far, and it's not broken or anything, and yet completely non-functional. 
I'm gonna have to take a look inside and see if the electronics got damaged. I'm a little worried it might be related to radiation, too. Ugh, you have way too much energy for how far we've walked today. I can't help that I'm still young. Oh, you're trying to make it on the shortlist, too, hmm? What? I, I didn't mean... Uh, what I meant was... Okay, okay, everybody's a little hot-headed right now. Let's all get some rest from walking and each other for a bit. No need for us to become enemies just because we're tired and overheated. Sounds good, everybody? Fine. Yeah. Okay. Sure thing, boss. Sounds good to me. Sounds lovely. I'm gonna go cool off, I guess. What are you gonna do? Heading straight to my trailer and getting these boots off as soon as possible. You? Guess I don't have any samples to catalog, finally. Nothing much to do but be angry and anxious about what Vinkula plans to do. I... I might see if I'm feeling more human after I rest a bit. If you need anyone to talk to. Oh, that's DCU, but we'll probably both need to just unwind and sleep. But you'll be my moral support at the next mission brief? Yes, of course. You think we'll get the bad news tomorrow? We're all off to explore whatever new world waits for us beyond Breach 2. I'm so sure of it. And it seems like that's been the plan from the very beginning. Gee, thanks for sharing, Vincula. I have given that a bit more thought. They do seem to have made the leap of logic involved in taking the story from the book I'm translating and applying it to these breaches. Not hard to extrapolate that the Pilsu and the novel Kutu ritual we've heard about so far are related to the breach somehow, or that the Pilsu may indeed be a breach. That could mean there's quite a few of them. But then, if they knew, why did they bother having me translate? I suppose they could just be paying attention to my work, but they were so sure something would happen from the moment I put the first linkstone in. This very linkstone here. Safe and sound. Sure enough to build an entire facility out here in the middle of nowhere just for the breach lab. Oh, and by the way, we just so happen to have ample storage and analysis labs, just in case, I don't know, there's a whole world on the other side of this weird hollow rock we found. It's all very convenient, isn't it? I can't just sit down. I'm gonna go blow off some steam in the fitness room. Don't overwork yourself. Get some rest when you can. I can rest when I'm dead. <sighs> Insanity. <sighs> I don't understand how, after how much we've walked, they can just keep going. Well, I guess I kind of understand. I suppose I would feel even worse about taking Miss Vo's comments if I was in charge of the team as well. For all that bluff and bluster, I think Cassius is still digesting Fred's death. I wonder, should I have gone with them? Ugh, obviously I should have. They need all the support they can get. Even these boots could have waited. 
foolish silence. Utter foolishness. Well, nothing for it now. I'll give it a bit and try not to drift off and see how we're all feeling after. And sleep never hurt anybody either. There's always tomorrow. I'm home, Vox! Vox? Vox? Vox, where are you? I'm back! That's strange. Usually, he runs right out here. Hello? Where are you? Uh, not under here. Where? Wait. Do I hear? Oh, there you are. What are you doing hiding under the bed? You usually run right out to greet me. What's got you all worked up? Grosangaya <gasps> has been excellent thus far, and I'm to congratulate the whole Breacher team once again on their admirable performance. The opening of the second breach is marvelous news for our explorations as a whole. And I'm sure I don't need to remind everyone that the government's hope and trust in us has been bolstered by this latest breakthrough. Which brings me to my next announcement. Yay. Yeah, we'll get right on exploring Breach 2's world, no problem. I admire your enthusiasm, Thatcher, but that won't be necessary for some time. What? No, indeed. How do you suppose we are going to adequately survey the breaches in our current circumstances? My announcement is about cessation of expeditions on Gaia for at least a few days. What? Woohoo! Finally some downtime! Ugh, thank goodness! No more walking for a bit. I can catch up on sketching and cataloging. Other than minor duties, you all, with the exception of Cassius, are free to do whatever you like while the construction crew's ready breach one on Gaia for the next phase of our travels. I knew there was something else involved. Which Thatcher will be overseeing, of course. Are you quite alright? You look a bit shocked. I thought you wanted more things to do around here. You're putting me in charge of ripping part of the ecosystem so we can get Breach 1 and 2 closer together on Gaia? So our feet don't hurt as much? Does this really need explanation? We can't explore Breach 2's world under these current conditions, and it must be done. We are being trusted with surveying these realms as a matter of national security, to say nothing of how significant this journey continues to be for the scientific world. Hauling equipment out to ensure breacher safety under the very likely hazardous conditions you'll be facing will take many trips. Not to mention the already dangerous nature of Gaia itself. All of this precipitates the need for a relocation project, and who better to oversee said project at minimal environmental damage than our own biologists and breacher team lead? Ugh. And of course, if not you, then we'll... We'll find someone else who will. You understand perfectly. It, it, it'd be a great job for you, Cassius. You can make sure it's being done properly. The sooner we get the move over with, the sooner we can go back to studying Gaia, Cassius. We can't do that if we're struggling with the trips that take so long. I concur with everyone. It is 
regrettable, but I think with you in charge, the damage can be minimized and the mission may continue. I don't know much about all this, but I'd only do it if you think it's right, Cass. You want me to oversee it? That is what I said, yes. I'll have control over the moving crews? They will be at your discretion, Cassius. They have to stop when I tell them to stop. So long as the distance is shortened between Breach 1 and 2 on Gaia, they are yours to command. Vincula has as much interest in preserving the environment as anyone. I'm sure you're aware- Oh, don't give me that song and dance. I don't believe it for a second. Still, if I'm fully in charge, I think we can get it done in a safe way. You accept them? I'm sure as hell not letting anyone else do it. You continue to amaze and delight us, Cassius. Our equipment should arrive in the next day or two. You'll have a chance to go over plans with the transport crews then. Now, I have only one more thing for you all. Our security measures are being updated. We are having to reduce or eliminate all of our superfluous imports, both due to the continuing pandemic and... Vincula has reason to believe that we are under scrutiny from external forces. Already got some peeping times, do we? More or less. We will still accept an occasional request for certain goods to be sent in. But as before, incoming and outgoing communication is forbidden. Although this now includes physical mail. We have informed your emergency contacts that you are doing sensitive government work and will be in touch as soon as possible. I have a few articles that were sent for some of you ready to be picked up. But don't expect to hear much from anyone for a while. Not until our security leaks are patched up. I must stress this point. Anyone caught trying to leak information about our facility will be dealt with harshly. That doesn't come from me or Vincula, but the federal government. Am I clear? Crystal. Yes. Sure thing. Yes, of course. With that, I have no further updates for the breaches. Enjoy your well-earned holiday, everyone. We'll try. gonna be a little hard to do now that we're well and truly cut off. I hope I got a letter. Your whole family was going to storm this place if not, weren't they? If anyone has one, I'm sure you do. Yeah, that's true, I guess. You cheered up fast too, Cassius. What are you smiling about over there? Are you suddenly okay with all of this? Absolutely not. But they put me in charge. <laughs> If anyone's gonna see it done right, that'll be yours truly. And you guys are right, the sooner we get to the bottom of this, if it even has one, the sooner we get back to the fun part. Well, on that, we are agreed. Let's get it over with, yeah? Couldn't have said it better myself. Hot damn. I just realized. That means Silas is only gonna make one goddamn trip out to the breach. After we spend weeks hauling around waiting for you to heal up, you lucky son of a bitch. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yes, I suppose you're right. Man, now you won't get a chance to drink in all that lovely scenery for hours and hours every time. I saw quite enough of that scenery. Eagle's eye view, you might say. Oh, wah, wah, there you go again. You meet one bird and it's all, this place is trying to kill me. Not funny, Cassius. All right, fine. I thought it was funny. And it's still not what I signed up to do in the first place anyway. But then, who here is doing that? 
Guess that'd be just me then. Shut up, Greg. Guess we'll get this out of the way while we wait for the rest of the equipment. You sound like nomenclature day is your least favorite day, Cassius. How could that possibly be the case? Just because you can have coffee again has no reason to be giddy about all these species we have to name. Me? Giddy? Because I make one remark that could, maybe, be construed as mirthful sarcasm? Cass, we can always get him booted out. He doesn't have to be here for the naming session since he's not a biologist or a zoologist. Yeah, that's right. You better behave. Wait, physicists are included, right? Remains to be seen. Alright, the New World official name has to wait until we can get further analysis, but we've been given charge of giving it a temporary name. What have we got on that side, Alex? What do we know about it so far? Right, okay. I'm still waiting on a few test results, but so far we've discovered the atmosphere is very likely dangerous to humans. We were only safe due to a combination of our high elevation, the shortness of our stay, and the fact we had fresh air blowing in from the breach from Gaia. If we didn't have those things, I'm not sure how well our trip would have ended. See here? Silas dropped Vincula's recorder, which partially shattered the outer casing. Shoddy workmanship aside, this shouldn't have been enough to render it inoperable. But I checked the interior, and you can see the parts here. Holy shit, what's happened to those? I can't be certain. This kind of meltdown is usually something you'd see with intense temperatures, or very powerful acid, but even then. See here? Something about the atmosphere played havoc with the copper components on the electronics in the recorder, causing those specifically to liquefy. Obviously, that wasn't great for the recorder, and it short-circuited. Yeah, it's completely melted. So, there's an acid that eats electronics in the atmosphere? Or rather, melts copper? I... I guess. That's really unusual. Like, Silas still had to pick it up, and we didn't really have anything else suffer meltdowns. We're not experiencing any ill effects... yet. Obviously, further tests are needed, but... We'll have to use special suits to navigate the rest of the new world. Great. More hazmat. My favorite. The only other things we know about it are it's got a really pretty ring system orbiting overhead. I can finally get some kind of astronomical data. If we are able to get any data at all out there, I don't know how I'm going to pull that off on a world that eats electronics for breakfast, but I'll manage. We at least know where the next breach is. Yeah, good point. We spotted breach three on an opposing mountaintop. At least they might be mountains? It's unclear. Like I said, I need more data. Yeah, that brownish fog covers everything, doesn't it? We could only see a few other peaks like the one we were standing on poking up through the haze. Glad you spotted the third breach on that other peak, Lizzie. Saves us another month or so of waiting for Vincula to tell us to go look for it. I guess breaches are the thing now, aren't they? Hopefully not for long. Maybe we'll not find one for once. Then we can happily go back to exploring. <sighs> Too much to hope for. Maybe. 
All right. Anyone got any name ideas? Like I said, this might be temporary. Hmm. What about... Um... Nobody make eye contact with the linguist. Pandemonium. God damn it. Was the name of the capital of hell in Paradise Lost. It was completely chaotic and made no sense. Much like the limited data we've brought back so far. It really does look like a circle of hell, with the rolling brown clouds of gas and mountainous spikes shooting up through the atmosphere. I hate that I kind of like it. Ooh, ooh, Venus. Venus has a really thick atmosphere like this. Yeah, and? You can't just name it Venus, that's already a place. So how about new Venus? Fuck me, the British have come to Vincula. We're not naming it New Venus. That's at least a good try. You're on the right track. Wait, if Venus is real, but that's not a good name, why is Pandemonium a good name? You guys were saying that's a place too. In fiction, like how Pluto has a moon named Styx, the river and goddess that divides Earth from the underworld. Oh, Pandemonium is fine for now. Gets the job done. Next we have... Oh, yeah, nice. We get to name the moths. Uh, species name, not the names we gave the individuals. Is giant moth too easy? Well, there's already a giant silk moth. We could just name it giant moth, but that might give the wrong idea. The largest known earth moth is just barely bigger than a person's hand. The Hercules moth. Gaia's dwarfs that by quite a bit. This is more like a gigamoth. No, Alex, don't even say it. I already know who you're thinking about and what you're gonna say, and the answer's no. Man, but I love Godzilla. I'm fine with gigamoth. It's a bit blunt, but it accurately and briefly describes the creature. They are, indeed, on an entirely different scale from regular moths. Any comments, Bookworm? Um, not really. I just realized I still haven't really seen the moth. Or rather, don't remember seeing it? Despite how many times we've come into contact with it, quite literally, in a few cases. Yeah, same. I have been thinking about that. Still just Alex and Silas having any issues whenever we spot one. And we found no trace of hallucinogens or other psychoactive compounds. Even if we did say that there's a type that only affects certain people, it's a mystery. We'll have to just try and keep narrowing it down. All right, next up. Oh yeah, Silas's very best friend, the loud bird. Majestic creature, I'm sure. When it's not interested in me in particular. It makes a really loud booming sound when it flaps its wings sometimes probably to disorient prey and possibly to establish territory. It's friggin' enormous, too. I mean, really. We're all thinking about a very obvious name here, right? Alex, please. You... You guys don't mean Big Bird, do you? How? How is it humanly possible? The Thunderbird, Alex was a long-thought mythical creature from Native American culture. It was said to create thunder by 
flapping its wings, and lightning came from its eyes. Oh! Oh. I didn't know that. Sorry, that's my bad. I never paid much attention to other subjects in school. You're forgiven only because you're willing to learn. Or so it seems. <laughs> Definitely a bird worthy of the Thunderbird title. Easily lifted Silas into the air and makes the wood tremble in fear at the sound of its wings. That's settled then. Next we have a slightly more boring one. The fungus with the eyes we found on the dead breechwood. Ooh, ooh! The one the moth uses like a glue to stick things to its nest and keep it together? The one it used to patch Silas up! We're still not sure it did that. I mean, it's possible, but- Come on! You saw the way it was stuck onto his wounds, and Silas doesn't remember doing it! This is true. Although, I suppose I may have done it after watching the moth use it for its nest. I just... I don't remember. Well, I think it was trying to help. They haven't harmed us thus far, and have been, frankly, quite helpful. Fine, fine. Now can we name the mushroom? Yeah! Right. I see yous. Get it? Huh? That's kinda cute. But we're not naming a flower, and I refuse to have a pun so early on. We should name it... Eye of the Woods. The pores really do look like eyes when they blink in the sunlight, and its shape is similar to other fungus, like Chicken of the Woods. Works for me. Genus name for the Earth counterpart is... Laetiparus? Laetiparus oculus. N not a bad name. Blinky shrooms! Oh boy, this is gonna be a long day. Winkers! Hell no. Ready? As I'll ever be. Greg! You home? Cass and Silas, what's up? Hello, Greg. Hey, uh, I just wanted to come by and apologize. Well, what for? What'd you break this time? Nothing. Yet. No, I just came by to apologize for how I've been treating Lizzie. You warned me to try and give her some space, and I didn't, and I'm sorry. You were right, she just needed some time. Hmm. Well, I assume you talked to Lizzie directly then, too? Yes, we patched things up for the most part. Ha! <laughs> Don't take a psychic to see y'all are kinda opposites. Where Lizzie might be a bit cautious... You always show a lot more initiative. Hey, as long as the two of you are at least getting along, that's all I could hope for. You don't gotta apologize to me or nothing. Fancy a walk, Greg. It's a lovely night. Not a single creature howling, just some bugs to keep us company. And only tiny ones, this time. Oh. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess I could go stretch the old drumsticks. Should be far enough. We can hope anyway. Any luck, Greg? Well, I ain't the greatest spy catcher or anything, but I got nothing. I turned my trailer upside down and inside out, and I didn't find any listening equipment or notice anything out of place. I did the same, but 
I'm still certain someone is visiting our trailers when we're not around. First, it was Vox's reaction to my presence, but I've started noticing very subtle things move around in my trailer. Hardly a surprise, given the updated security measures, but I'm equally worried they're focusing on me. You didn't leave anything where people would find it, right? At this moment, I have never been more thankful for being a meticulous soul. I've been keeping the personal mic recordings on my person at all times. Thankfully, those are quite small. And I had already edited the security footage from Alex down to just the relevant moments, so I don't have a whole hard drive to carry around anymore either. Everything fits on this little thumb drive here, with plenty of room to spare. Amazing what we can do with modern data storage. Very good. Yeah, when Ms. Vo gave us the security talking to, I thought for sure they'd be hustling you out and crucifying you for all of us to see. Glad we all kept our cool. I think I did see a drop of sweat on the bookworm, though. God, that was horrifying. I think if it was me, though, they would have done something by now. Or perhaps I am a VIP, and that was the warning shot to cease and desist. <laughs> Fat chance. Only reason I'm still going is the chance to leak all of this ASAP. I don't care one bit for Vincula being solely in charge of the breach. This is going to turn into exploitation in no time. But now they're breaking into our homes? Uh, their homes. All this property still belongs to Vincula. Whatever. This has to be some violation of privacy laws. Good luck getting your one phone call out here. They've gone to the point of putting a few jammers on the roof. It's still the breachers against the world. Or at least the combined forces of Vincula and the federal government. Yeah, just those two. No big deal, right? Shit. I hate having to wait. I hate having nothing to do. I hate what they're doing to Specimen 1. I hate that I barely understand what the goal is. And I hate that what I do understand all points to turning Gaia and whatever lies beyond into a meaningless resource. Or a theme park or a resort or whatever they might be doing. I know we've said this a time or two, but it bears repeating. I do think we're doing the best thing we can do. Accountability through information will be our greatest tool. We've seen it, and having proof of that will be what can turn the hearts and minds of the public. Outlive your enemies so you could outspot them, Cass. If and when we do retire from Vincula and the whole exploring gig, I know I can get us off grid. What are we gonna do? I'll bundle off to live at the ranch with Greg in Texas? You make that sound like a bad thing. It's really not, I guess. You'll have to earn your keep. We milk the cows at sunrise, then it's off to make sure the water tanks are full, getting eggs from the chickens, gotta make sure the crops are doing okay. And... So that's the plan. We're all becoming farmhands at the Greg Ranch. I guess as long as I don't have to talk to Bo again for as long as I live, I'm okay with that. I'm sure Juno and I can make y'all feel welcome. Ooh, you sound so certain of this, Greg. June's the last person to get into any trouble. Why would she need to go into hiding too? Well, you know she might want some company, and I'd hate to leave her here. Now that we're going steady and all. Oh my god! Wait, really? You're... official? Yep, I know it ain't really been a secret, but I've just been happy to take things slow, you know? June's been a widow for a while now, 
but I already understood just talking to her they were some mighty big shoes to fill. It's just nice knowing we can be really close friends. She's everything that's great about life. Maybe she thinks I'm funny or something. Not quite sure, but... That's great! I'm so happy for you guys. You two seem to really get along. I feel the same. I know we've made quite a few jokes at your expense, but this is good news. Gonna buy a little old cattle ranch out in the boonies somewhere. Enjoy the quiet life, you know? Y'all breachers will be welcome, of course. We could put a few little houses up if we wanted. <clears throat> Couples welcome, too, if you don't mind us two old people doing our chores at the break of dawn. Couples? Who else? Spill the tea, Greg. I didn't know anyone else was getting infatuated around here. <laughs> what? Huh? I'm missing the joke, clearly. You know what? I'm going back to bed. Y'all are keeping this old man up too late. What? But you're not even going to tell us? Good luck with the breach moving tomorrow, Cass. Greg's keeping secrets from us, it seems. At least this is a harmless one. I don't know. Maybe we should be the ones bugging his trailer. Now I gotta know what he knows. We may even have to follow him out to the ranch after all. Just to see who shows up together. It might come to that. Wait. You don't think... Who knows? Well, that was an eventful conversation, but looks like we're good for now. Breach, transport, lead Cassius with an update log for Vincula. About halfway through our first moving day, and we're making good progress. Looks like we won't have to carve out too much of the Breachwood's root structure to get Breach 1 out from under it. I would have preferred widening the cave mouth at Breach 2, but we don't know how important the cave and its Breach are to the Gigamoths. And it's much harder to haul our equipment out that far. I'm more optimistic about our chances of getting Breach 1 out and hauled over to Breach 2, and still leaving the Breachwood alive and healthy. Good thing, too. Felling one of these big guys would take out the whole neighborhood around here. Breachwoods are even bigger than their seemingly closely related redwood cousins back on Earth. Should only take us the rest of today, and maybe part of tomorrow, and we'll have Breach 1 free. Then it'll be my job to see if bringing the two breaches close together has any side effects detectable on our equipment. There's no reason to suspect there will be side effects, but we understand so little of the nature of these constructs that it's better to be safe than sorry. I'll be looking for any radiation changes as we bring Breach 1 over to Breach 2, along with keeping our Linkstone safe. We better keep a tight grip on that thing. I'm gonna be a bit upset if I can't go home today. Really weird to think about how we're holding our whole world in your hands in a way. Uh, yeah. That's a good point. We didn't want to leave the Linkstone on its pedestal like we usually do while there's a team present on Gaia. While the breach is getting moved, it might jostle around, and there's no telling how long it would take to find the link stone in the utter darkness of the breach. Again, better safe than sorry. In the meantime, the wormhole, or portal, or whatever the breach does, is closed behind us. We are essentially trapped on Gaia, but not really. Imagine if we did that and forgot to bring salt water. I prefer not to. Thank you very much. Horrifying. I wonder if we could just sweat on the linkstone, if that would work. Sweat is salty. Maybe it would do the job. At least there's enough of that to go around. What would we do? 
look for a ration that has salt in it, sprinkle it in some water, and hope that it works? I guess. Might have to get crafty. Or start looking around Gaia again. Hope we find an ocean. I'm not sure how picky the linkstone and the breach are. Maybe one day we'll understand how it all works. It looks like spooky magic stuff, but I'm sure there's some science behind it. We just don't get it yet. I feel like I've heard something about that. All science looks like magic at a distance. Can't remember the exact quote. We just gotta give it some time, and... What was that? Move! Move, Alex, move! Syntax is a podcast by Twin Strangers Productions and is licensed under an attribution share like 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed and produced by Stella Odom and written by Ty Vaughn. Silas Caldwell is played by Ty Vaughn. Cassius Thatcher is played by Beth Fung. Elizabeth Bellinger is played by Morgie B. Alex Yard is played by Jules Christine. Greg Washburn is played by Cody Burke. Jeremiah Woods is played by Eldrin Smith. Miss Evelyn Vaux is played by Kyla Crockett. Listen to other episodes, find our social media links, and make donations by visiting syntaxpodcast.com. Rate us on iTunes and Google Podcast, and follow us on Spotify. Tweet us at TwinStrangersP with your burning questions, and engage with fellow listeners on our subreddit, r slash syntaxpod. Thanks for listening. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.